And now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the podcast you've all been waiting for, Legacy Story with Adam Solomini. Thank you. Thank you very much. I see you. You in the crowd clapping. Thank you. Thank you. All right. You have to go back a couple episodes if uh, you want to find out why I have clapping in my intro. Hey, my name is Adam Salamini, and this is my podcast, Legacy Story. This is episode six, and we're going to have a little bit of a change of plans. I know I was supposed to talk about my legacy story of retail jewelry this week, but I needed to pivot and discuss a different legacy story that is relevant to recent events. Ultimately, this podcast is meant to rekindle your own legacy story memories and ignite a desire to create more. Do you know what a third string quarterback does? They are the note takers. They take notes about the opposing team that they will be playing for the starting quarterback. Now, I know that the name Tom Brady is like fingernails on a chalkboard to many people. But trust me, this legacy story is what most of you haven't heard. You see, Tom Brady was a note taker. He actually was a note taker in high school until he got his chance. Then he became a starter once given the opportunity. Tom Brady was a note taker at the University of Michigan, which happens to be my favorite team and has been since I was a kid. Actually, Tom Brady was the note taker for the note takers as he was seventh on the depth chart for the Wolverines. All he did was focus, do what was asked of him, and he prepared. He could only compete in the way that was asked, and he did just that. The ultimate competitor, taking notes. Eventually, he moved up farther on the depth chart, and in his junior year, he had worked his way up to start. You would think that's the end of the story. He started seventh on the depth chart, took a lot of notes, prepared, but worked his way up position by position on the depth chart, until he became a starter. The problem was his senior year at Michigan, when many thought he would finally get the starting job all to himself, he still had to battle it out against a freshman named Drew Hansen, where they split time during games. The funny thing about that year, when Drew didn't perform well and Michigan was behind, Tom would step in and bring the team back and win the games. He did this against the biggest names in football with comeback victories over Notre Dame, Ohio State, and Alabama in a bowl game, among others. Whenever Tom Brady was given the chance, he had prepared himself in a way that would allow him to guide his team to victory. He never knew when that chance would come. He just took notes and prepared. You'd think that with all of the comeback wins and spectacular year that Brady had his senior year at Michigan, that he would be a coveted quarterback in the NFL. The NFL was thinking otherwise. 
Many thought he was too skinny. Others thought that he was too inexperienced. Tom Brady? Too slow. Average. When draft day came, Tom waited hours and hours before he heard his name called. He finally heard it near the end of the sixth round. For those of you who are not into football, there are only seven rounds in the NFL draft. He was drafted 199th. Now, Tom remembers each and every quarterback that was drafted in front of him to this day. He was taking notes. Things went back to normal for Brady when he stepped foot onto the Patriots' facilities. By back to normal, I meant back to taking more notes. He started as the fourth-string quarterback. He was on the scout team in the beginning of his rookie year. Heck, he was watching the team in the stands. Some say he was eating hot dogs while he was watching the game. When he wasn't watching the game from the stands, though, he was preparing. He was competing in the only way that he could. He was determined to make the most of any chance given to him. No complaints, no acting out, just preparing and waiting. Eventually, in his rookie season, he worked his way up to second string, backing up starter Drew Bledsoe. He ended his rookie season as the backup quarterback and, by all accounts, would be the backup quarterback the following season. What did Tom do? He prepared for his opportunity. His second season with the Patriots started where his rookie season left off, and he was the backup to Drew Bledsoe. Early in the season, however, Bledsoe went down with an injury. It was actually a really gruesome injury. The hopes of Patriot fans were diminished. Funny thing though, Tom Brady was ready to prove that he belonged. He was ready to take his opportunity. What happened with this newfound opportunity? Well, the Patriots won their first Super Bowl with Brady as the starting quarterback that year. So you're the backup quarterback, a gruesome injury happens to the starting quarterback, you get thrown in at the very beginning of the season, and all you do is win a Super Bowl. You think finally that everybody would say, hey, this guy's the man, but there still was some doubt. As a matter of fact, the Patriots drafted another quarterback in the following draft. Brady kept up his intense preparation, kept refining his skills. He treated each season as if he had to fight his way onto the field with an unparalleled determination. The Patriots won the Super Bowl three out of the first four years Tom Brady was the starting quarterback. Two decades later, he would leave the Patriots and go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Many felt this was just a warm and soft landing spot where he would ride off into the sunset with his six Super Bowl rings. Others thought that he would go the route of Joe Montana when he left the 49ers for Kansas City. Yes, he might win some games and might even make the playoffs, but it would be doubtful that he could take another team with a different scheme to the Super Bowl. He'd probably start with a bang, fizzle out, and then retire after a season or two like Joe did. While people were talking, Tom was preparing. He was taking notes. Not only that, he earned enough respect to become the first quarterback ever to have the power of roster control, meaning he could make personnel choices like a GM. 
He was also given the ability to make play calls. You can frequently see him shaking off play calls like a pitcher would shake off a catcher in baseball. No, 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 I don't like that one. Nope, don't like that play. No. Oh, yeah, 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 that, that's the one. Let's go with that play. You know what I'm talking about. Casual fans were livid at Tom Brady demanding this before proving anything in Tampa Bay. They were skeptical. Maybe they had been bitten by the Brady hater bug. Goats usually have more haters than usual. They don't like seeing the same people win over and over again after all. His six rings probably had more to do with other people on the team and the coaches than Tom, right? Skepticism and haterade floweth over at the beginning of the season. I guess Tom decided to take even more notes. He proved all of the doubters wrong. He showed that he was the catalyst of all those Patriots Super Bowl wins. Have you seen this year's record for New England? It was terrible. Tom Brady took a team that had been to the Super Bowl once in its existence, 18 years ago, and had only been to the playoffs two times since then, and lost both times. Not only did he give them playoff wins, they won the whole thing, as I'm sure you know. But this isn't about the Super Bowl. This is about the journey and the legacy story. So what can we say about the legacy story of Tom Brady? You can hate all you want, but let's break down what this legacy story truly means. No matter what obstacles were put in front of him, he just kept preparing for his chance. No matter what others were thinking or saying about him, he just kept preparing. No matter how embarrassing his path was to him, he just kept preparing. Preparing for that one chance to prove his worth, which is exactly what he did each and every time. Let's put the haterade aside for just a moment and marvel at the path. No, forget that. Let's take his path and not just marvel at it. Let's take notes and start preparing for our moment. Are you getting this? Well, that plays perfectly into what I promised you I would get into, and that is my legacy story in retail jewelry, which is what we will discuss next week. That's it for today's episode of Legacy Story. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Plus, don't forget to follow me on social media at Your Legacy Story, except for on Twitter, which is The Legacy Story, and at Infinancer. If you're interested in changing your trajectory in personal finance, you can also book a free discovery session with me at infinancer.com. I-N-F-I-N-A-N-C-E-R.com. You would be surprised at how much a financial coach can assist you in walking along a proven path to financial freedom. Until next time, ciao.